Welcome back to the Cairo London podcast. It's Craig McLean here again. And this week I had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Sammy Kale, a chiropractor in Fulham. She's done an awesome job of integrating herself into the Fulham community. She's hooked up with all the local health promoting practitioners and businesses. And she talks about her passion for chiropractic that developed as her dad was a chiropractor. Not to mention the fact that I actually studied with her dad, but that makes me feel really old. Um, But anyway, put that aside. She is a really experienced chiropractor, has a passion for helping families, babies, pregnancy, and have a listen to what she's got to say today. Thanks very much, Sammy. And don't forget, make your way all the way to the end. We have a new special feature called the Sammy Kale Quiz. Enjoy. We are live. Yay. Hi, Cairo London. We're back here and doing another Insta Live. Um, this time we have Dr. Sunny Kale. Hello. Uh, yeah, so coming to you from Fulham Towers, um, we're trying to stay socially distant apart. Um, we're also trying out a slightly new sound. Hopefully you can hear us well. Um, so... It comes through loud and clear. A few people joining in now, but uh, it's certainly good to see you. So lovely to see you. Sorry it's taken a while to get to you, though. It's all right. You're doing the rounds. You've had some lovely neighbours on so far, all my my buddies. (laughs) There we go. Let's just hone in on you. You've seen enough of me. It's all about you today. Um, (laughs) And, um, but yeah, how are you going? I'm good, I'm good. I'm so happy to be back in clinic and seeing all the lovely faces again and yeah, be able to sort of help all of our um, sort of friends working from home all over the place. So no, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm very much enjoying uh, meeting all of these, uh, all of the team members and turning them into this Kyra London podcast that we got going on. Um, so yeah, so I've been learning loads about people, right? So we have a little bit of history um, we that we probably should explore a little bit. And that is the fact that I may have gone to Cairo school with your dad. <laughs> but my dad was a mature age student. <laughs> not not Craig's age by any, any sort of measure. Um, Fabulous, Dad. Hi. Um, but yes, definitely. Uh, he was a mature age student, so that's why you got to go to school with my dad and graduate with him. Um, You're being a bit too kind. I'm just quite old, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Funny stuff. No, so Mel was a lovely bloke. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, got to know him quite well. In fact, I caught up with him, obviously, at, at, you know, the 25-year the reunion oh, happened this year, right? Crazy. Um, and you were sort of saying that he doesn't socialise enough with his Cairo colleagues. I know. So, uh, well, I think, you know, 25 years out, you just don't see enough of each other. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's so nice to organise something and caught up and, yeah, seeing everybody. And I know that he was so... and you know all the other all of his buddies were so grateful for you for organizing that so that's so lovely it was cool we sort of had about 70 no there must have been like 70 in our year and about 50 people turned up so that was cool so good now but look that obviously leads into this whole idea of 
the first question I normally like to ask is uh, what got you into Cairo? Yeah. So I'm guessing he had a fairly big role in that. Definitely. Um, I mean, I was so lucky I got to grow up reaping the benefits of like very frequent care. Um, obviously, just said first on my first day of life and then, you know, very regularly ever since. And um, yeah, I mean, we just grew up so active and healthy. And, and the other thing was that, you know, dad was always very chill. You know, he'd rock in from work and he'd be like, hey guys, how you going? And it always seemed like he had a great day at work. So I was like, I want that, you know, I want to go to work and have fun and, you know, for it to be also really, you know, it's a really satisfying job here, I want to help people. Um, and so that was my first sort of, I suppose, reason why I looked into it. Um, I, my favourite TV show in the world is 24 Hours in Emergency and if I wasn't a chiropractor, I would definitely be uh, a paramedic. <laughs> um, I love ambulances and blood and guts and all the stuff. But, I mean, chiropractic has much nicer hours. So, yeah, I've uh, gone down this path instead and it's great. I mean, you're still working with the human body and, um, you know, helping people feel better, um, just sort of without the lights and whistles of... So do you remember, like, when you were growing up, was it a thing where you would actually, like, go to the clinic and get adjusted by your dad in no. the clinic? No. So we had, like, a table at home. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I spent a lot of time at the clinic, you know. Um, Dad's CAs were fantastic and, like, would babysit us through school holidays and we'd go just sit in the back room. So we spent a lot of time there. Um, but, no, we wouldn't, they wouldn't create appointments for us to get seen. Making me feel like a slightly bad dad in the <laughs> in lockdown. We've definitely had the table out and in the garden, sort of a thing, and just you know everyone jumps on it um, every yeah, now and then. But I think it's key, isn't it, to sort of keep the table out, and then that way you just don't. Yeah, well, we sort of ended up creating a little like room for it. It had all of our yeah, all of our sort of rehab and car stuff was all in there, and that was that was that. So that was now good. we obviously know where that was, but uh, I think we've kind of neglected to mention exactly where that was and where you studied and where your dad practices and that whole thing. Anyway, so tell us more yeah. about that. Yeah, so um, from Australia, from Melbourne. Um, and like you, I studied at RMIT uh, and dad and, you know, all, the, all of our friends there. Um, and uh, dad works in Brighton in Melbourne. So yeah, spent a bit of time in that clinic. And then I also um, worked with the lovely Dr. Kirsten um, in Hampton, who I just adored. And yeah, I think she, um, I, yeah, she's just fantastic and I think really shaped a lot of what I do and how I practice and um, how I treat working with her. So, yeah, and that was obviously all in Melbourne as well. And that, that is that weird connection too and the fact that I know Kirsten as well and uh, I actually took over from her as an associate at one point back in Australia, back in the day so it's a small world small the car world. I feel like we all know each other and yeah it's all very funny um yeah so yeah. Melbourne Australia mm. a long way from here a long way from here yeah other side of the world it feels very far at the moment as well in all way. the craziness that's going on so yeah but you know was lucky enough to get back over Christmas so that was that was really nice yeah that was cool um like I was back there in um, in March, so but yeah, as soon as sort of things have changed quite a lot, eh? Hey? Drastic. Um, Drastic. 
So, like, was there anything particularly you remember, like, as you, as you were adjusted as a kid, like, you know, because different people come to Cairo in different ways. Um, yeah. Do you remember anything in particular that it helped you with as a kid? Probably just sports, really. Um, you know, we look at, you know, being adjusted and it really helping in general function. I remember, um, you know, one girl was blowing her nose in year four because she had a cold and I turned around and I was like, what was that noise? That is disgusting because we just weren't sort of kids. Like yeah. we just, and you know, it's, it, there were other factors in there as well. Like um, I think that we were so lucky to be raised with, um, you know, lots of like Chinese med and natural remedies and everything just to keep us really well. Um, but yeah, like we just, we just really were super, super healthy kids. Um, it all changed when I got glandular fever, you know, as a teenager. And that sort of was my first experience of being unwell and being sick. Um, and that was just a whole learning curve in itself, which, you know, you're always grateful for your learning curves. Um, but, but I mean, yeah. so that's the, the, I think one of the big, bigger differences uh, of those chiropractors that were almost seen as a child. Mm. It's just so much the norm that that's just what you do. Yeah. Right? And in the UK, I guess it's so much more the norm to have your family traipsing along to the chiropractor on a regular basis because it's just part of a healthy living routine. Yeah. And over here, it's a little bit of a shift from what is considered normal in society, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Oz to UK, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But I think it's that thing that if you're obviously embracing um, that as part of your practice here now anyway, yeah. and it just seems very natural that that happens. But I mean, for those that are just like, why would you take a kid to the chiropractor? What yeah. would you say about that? Oh, um, I mean, it's, you know, kids encounter stresses these days that I don't think we're naturally sort of designed to. I mean, you walk outside in London and you've got pollutants in the air, um, you know, they're carrying heavy school bags, they're sitting for so much longer than we're designed to. There's the screens, you know, um, at the moment through lockdown, we've seen that lots of kids haven't been moving as much as they should have been. And, and we're really trying to encourage all the different ways to get outside on bikes and scooters and, you know, whatever we can, because, you know, they're sitting and they're, you know, it's, it's what we've had to do. We've all had to, we all spend more time on the sofa. And um, yeah, I think that, what we do versus what we're designed to do is quite different and I think that it's really nice just to be able to have the kids in and um, yeah to sort of help them work through those stresses and wherever they're holding them and just make sure that they're developing properly you know um, it's really important to make sure that everything is sort of nice and symmetrical obviously and that development um, programs and sort of reflexes and everything uh, uh, as they should be. So. Look, let's go into maybe some specifics then because uh, different chiropractors careers take different paths mm -hmm. and has there been anything in particular because you know obviously what tends to happen is you do five years of chiropractic uni yeah uh, and then you get to the end of that and then you you, you have the basic set of skills, but then what do you do with that yourself, right? So uh, is there anything in particular you've done since graduating that has really sort of resonated with you and maybe helped cut a slightly different path than just a, a standard yeah. path, right? Yeah, so I suppose like the seminars, I'm a bit of a seminar junkie. I love a seminar. Um, and yeah, so I think just the seminars that I've chosen, and um, especially while over in the UK, I've really enjoyed. So, um, you know, obviously you did the um, Webster Pregnancy Certification, um, and then 
switched on kids was great so that was more looking at like um, retained primitive reflexes and looking at that you know normal developmental pattern of children uh, and then also did the Inspiral with Jane Keating which is above us so yeah so let's just maybe pull those apart a little bit as well sure. Webster's technique yeah what's that so Webster's technique is a really specific um, analysis or sacral analysis uh, to be used in pregnancy to sort of determine balance or imbalance in the pelvis. Uh, so yeah, it's a really specific sort of analysis and adjustment. Uh, and what we sort of look at is we look at balance in the pelvis. So we look at balance of the bony structures uh, and then of the soft tissue structures. So sort of your round ligaments and different uterine ligaments. Um, and that's to just allow for optimal positioning. So, you know, we want to make sure that Bob's head down and in the right place and um, yeah, it just it's a really fantastic way to do so, and it's really gentle, of course, and everything. So, yeah, we love Webster. Because yeah. it's it sort of joined, uh, has gained a little bit of a reputation too, where there's a lot of pregnant women out there at the moment googling pregnancy yeah. chiropractors or Webster, then technique comes up, and yeah, uh, you know, assistance with the comfort in pregnancy maybe sort of assisting with everything being as relaxed as possible for Absolutely, delivery, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, I love, you know, sometimes we even do, we take a picture, pre and post adjustment, and, you know, you see uh, how relaxed all the muscles around sort of the tummy get, and you can, it's a, it's kind of a visible increase in, um, in size after an adjustment, and, you know, I just say, wow, like, you know, say, look how much tension you were holding before, and look how much space uh, baby now has just to swim around and have a good time. Um, so, so is that what you great. do? You, you kind of like show because if you're relaxing the pelvis yeah you and physically the, see the difference in how it looks right? absolutely hugely yeah so by sort of releasing like you know yeah the pelvis around ligament size diaphragm all the muscles around there and by the time you do the work on the low back um yeah you can see really visible differences when you compare the photos and i just i think that's a really gorgeous things to be able to show mums and to say look baby cool. has so much more space yeah right you mentioned retained reflexes uh yeah. and, or, and uh, who was uh who did you what conference was that uh, so that was with Dr. Dorte Blatt. Um, I did that with Dr. Amy. Uh, and um, yeah, that's looking at obviously we're born with lots of reflexes which help us to survive when we come out into the world. So, um, or, and even some are designed to help us wriggle out of the birth canal or, um, and then yeah, obviously sort of survival, saddle reflex, that type of thing. And um, you know, if a baby is tracking normally through their developmental stages, those reflexes should integrate into different movement patterns um, but you know if things aren't moving properly so if we can see that um, you know we might not be hitting sort of certain developmental milestones and maybe those reflexes aren't integrating as well as they should have um, then that can sort of yeah have a, have a few um, yeah sort of issues not, not always issues um, but we can yeah definitely say that they can have consequences I think it's a, from what I've seen and how you practice specifically, where it just gives you that extra level of assessment for a child, no matter what age, be it a baby or even a teenager, yeah. or even adults really, I guess, yeah, um, to be able, if you come in, and a lot of kids don't come in in pain, but they maybe come in with sort of tension or they come in with sort of challenges of movement or of processing or mm. of these sorts of things and yeah. and that just enables you to sort of 
go through a protocol of testing everyone, right? And then trying to clear out or rebalance things, right? Oh, and it's always nice to have, you know, a pre and a post to show people. So, you know, in adults I do a lot of muscle testing and obviously range of motion, sort of pre and post adjustment. But uh, it's nice in the kids to actually, yeah, be able to see that visible change and be able to tick things off as we, as we um, work through them. So that's nice. And I think there was a third one you mentioned. Oh, um, Jen Keating's Inspiral. Jen Keating. So, yeah, that's just looking um, at babies and uh, how they are doing their major functions, which of course is basically eating, digesting and sleeping. <laughs> so, so within that, there's obviously lots of things that we can look for, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, birth is a natural process, but it can also, you know, end up being slightly stressful. Um, if I've had uh, like a dystocia of the labour, so if that's slowed, or if babies, you know, spend a bit more time in the birth canal than they maybe should have, or, you know, if we've had to have any interventions or a cesarean section, um, we can then uh, assess baby and we can see if they've got any tension in their system. Um, you know, it's all so, so, so gentle and so minute. You know, when uh, people are worried about us adjusting babies, I say, look, Honestly, if you watch us adjust a baby, you probably won't even think we're doing anything because it is that gentle that it just sort of looks like we're just giving the baby a little head massage. <laughs> but of course, it yeah, lots of little specific um, tests and assessments and corrections. So. so do you see anyone else but kids and pregnant women? Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's been really fun at the moment just helping all of the... Uh, everybody working from home um and yeah i mean i love my you know crew that i treat in here everybody's just gorgeous so yeah we see everybody well that leads nicely thank you into what i was going to ask you next anyway which was um how long have you been what in the uk and, and in fulham here now yeah, so UK, I moved here about two and a half years ago, so it was January of 2018, um, when the world looked very different. <laughs> and then I started in Putney, so I was working with you guys um, for I think about six months, uh, and then I've been in the Fulham Clinic for just over two years now. Um, so you have done a great job, and I want to explore a little bit more of that anyway, of um, you've tapped right into the community over here oh we love our community shout out to absolute studios <laughs> we have great friends um luke and Jemima at pilates we love body society you know john andy down the road um we adore all their trainers we love um, our friends at evolve uh obviously we've got dave and ash and all who was working there um and yeah we, we're good friends of full of massage we just we love everybody what's the deal i mean not everyone gets that involved in the community. Do you just like all this stuff? Or, um... Just love it. Yeah. So you're actually, uh, are you a regular attendee at Pilates? Yeah. Well, back when, back I guess, when we could. Back when we could go there. Um, and looking forward to when... Absolutely, I can't wait to see everybody again. But yeah, I mean, we just, you know, we 
and we really value our health and movement we know that you know going on lifting weights is great for your health going and having a stretch and tone on the reformer is great for your health you know um the guys down at evolve they do really really amazing um you know personalized care and, and as in pt groups and amazing group classes and yeah we just i value so much everything that they do and so and i've you know, feel so um, happy to refer people all around to our little friends in the community. I think it's, yeah, it's great. So what about, because uh, I did one of these with uh, Jason Cooley, the owner of the House of Yoga in, um, in Putney and Fulham too, um, mm. but he had an opinion about how Cairo and yoga works together, right? Yeah. Um, so maybe what's your opinion about... Yeah. say Pilates and chiropractic right for, for someone who's maybe listening in now who's maybe a Pilates junkie and doesn't really think that they need a chiropractor or you know well, sort of that type know, of thing yeah yeah people are under chiro care and thinking about Pilates um, I mean I just think they're a match made in heaven really I think that um, you know I always say that we get your body moving so you can go out and get your body moving um, and I think that there's no better way to um, start that movement journey outside of the clinic than to go and like you know have really fantastic you know guided Pilates reformer workouts it's promoting symmetry it's promoting proper muscle activation um, it's promoting essentially protection of your spine we know that if your inner core muscles so all your transverse Abdominus and your mortifidus muscles are really strong. Um, that you're gonna, it's gonna promote strength in your back, which is going to reduce your back pain. So yeah, I think that um, I think they work so well together, and I think um, that yeah, we just we adore the team at Absolute, and they know that. <laughs> and then I guess, but then there's gym as well, right? So like mm. Body Society and and Evolve, and right? Evolve, um, yeah. And but that's a, obviously a totally different offering than the Reformer, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's I mean, you know, I think that everyone's at like a different stage with different level of fitness, and um, yeah, I think Pilates is maybe that beautiful step for you know on the way up and uh, I mean everybody's end goal is to be as fit and strong and just mobile and agile um, as possible that's really what we try and promote in here um, and I mean yeah the body society and the evolve guys they've just turned people into these amazing machines of just biomechanical bliss <laughs> <laughs> But and then right. I guess sometimes they break them too, right? Um, as you start people... to push yourself a little bit too hard and fast sometimes, right? But that's where the Cairo comes in, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just always nice to... Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of, like, preventative work, so I'd rather... I always say to people, let's stay ahead of it. Like, let's just make sure that we are, you know, staying nice and mobile and, uh, you know, staying well and strong and all of the rest, and let's not even think about getting broken because we know that we can uh yeah we know Perfect. we can stay ahead of that stay ahead of that game and no so one wants to be broken I, I have a genuine question here are you you've mentioned before that you started in Putney um and then you did a sort of bit of part-time work in both clinics and then you mm -hmm. kind of like really something drew you gravitated to Fulham and the community over here but what was that what were like what what made you just kind of go I think it's like because it I don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, you know, I'd be interested to hear why what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just love 
Because it's a different offering, obviously. It's a slightly sort of bigger. You know, not, you know, bigger is not always better. It um, might be. And yeah. that probably sounds like you were just like, no, I, I'm, I maybe align better with the little bespoke offering that's over here. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it feels a bit more boutique maybe. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I just love the area. I just I love all of our friends around here. And, well, see, because yeah. you obviously moved around the corner as well. I as... do live locally, which <laughs> does help. Uh, I mean, I'm about halfway between the two clinics, but yeah, no, it's it's so lovely being able to walk to work, especially at the moment when, you know, we do sort of want to be avoiding public transport and yeah, all the rest. It is very nice to have a, I mean, most of our team thankfully do live relatively close. A um, couple yeah. of people have had to reinvent their cycling career to actually get out there, um, but anyway. Um, now I've asked, um, did you have anything else to say about the Cairo side of things? Uh, no. I don't know if we actually covered specifically, I normally say describe chiropractic to me in your own words. Oh, okay. Um, I would have just... Have a crack at that. <laughs> what is chiropractic? Well, it's funny because when we do progress reviews, um, one of the questions that we ask at whatever visit we decide to do the progress review um, is how would you describe chiropractic to a friend and that is always my favorite question the way that people answer it just it fills me with joy one i had um a, a lovely patient i don't know if she'll be watching and, and one day she said well, it's just very important to keep the body moving. It's as important as eating your five vegetables and two servings of fruit a day. <laughs> I thought that's so sweet. Um, but no, I would say that what we are doing is we're looking after the musculoskeletal system um, and we're looking at that relationship between uh, that system and the nervous system. Uh, and we are focusing on obviously the mobility of the joints, the balance in the body, and therefore uh, making sure that our nervous system can function optimally and uh, yeah, that we can create happy, healthy humans that just move really well. Nice. It's <laughs> such a simple idea, isn't it? It, it is simple. It's definitely simple. I wonder yeah. if I can kind of just snip out all of those from the audio files and turn it into a what is chiropractic yeah. podcast sort of thing. Of I like that. Because, you know, I know um, Luke Brady had that very simple idea, you know, and he's like, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be difficult. No. It's a, it's a simple premise. It's been around for a hundred years or so, and uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Absolutely. Give us your favourite snack. Oh, avocado. Mm. <laughs> Hello. I enough. avocado every day. You are part of the avo generation. Oh my gosh! If I was banned or allergic to avocado, I would have a really hard life. It's also good because it's a really nice snack. I find that, you know, if you have a few minutes between patients, you can run down, you know, throw something in your mouth. You don't want to eat anything that smells or like that's too, like, flavoursome. Avocados are just your best friend. Have you been suffering with the lack of avo toast on offer out there at the moment? Or have you, uh, no, have you been making your own? Every day. Every day. I eat at least seven avocados a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is my thing. <laughs> um... Favourite beverage? Um, um, Aperol Spritz, pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. um, Has that got you through lockdown? Espresso martini? Yeah. Um, but we haven't, yeah, I mean, 
probably more just a few red wines in lockdown. It hasn't really been an April vibe, has it? It's been a bit, been a bit down and just... The sun strange. has been right for... Yeah, true. Vibe. It has recently. I was more thinking start of lockdown because, yeah. It's more of a social yeah. thing you're associated. Yeah, it's a social thing. It's a, yeah. Do you know what I found the other day is um, I think some of these bars have been diversifying slightly, right? Mm. Um, and have you seen the mobile cocktail van offering that's out there? No, but I know that um, Hallie's, another one of our local friends who we enjoy, um, they are doing takeaway cocktails so you can drink more Parsons Green. Which is amazing. <laughs> and they do pina coladas and like mojitos and aperols and yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, this place, this van turns up five taps in the back of the van <gasps> and it's kind of like pre-mixed, but it looks quite good. Um, oh my so I think you can book as like half hour slot and then it turns up. Straight you get party. A few drinks and then, yeah. I need to make friends with my neighbours first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, book, are you a bookworm? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So um, give us your fave current read or fave book of all time, both health-related and non-health-related. Oh. Put you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, something that I often gift to, like, girlfriends is, um, it's, it's very girly. It's Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. Uh, it's just set in London. It's just beautiful. By who, sorry? I didn't Dolly Alderton. Yeah, she's on the High Low podcast. Um, I also love the Tash Post of Auschwitz. Um, it was a beautiful book. Um, yeah, like I read, I read most notes if I can. Um, health books. My textbooks. <laughs> My seminar. <laughs> um, Read house books, isn't it terrible? You know, oh, actually, I, no, 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 I changed my mind completely. I do have the one that I tell everybody about. Um, it's called Gut the Inside Story by Julia Enders. It is the best book ever. It you think, how on earth can I read a novel about the gut? It's like it's like a thrilling page turner, it's amazing. Yeah, we must put those on the yes, I'll notes put that so down. then we can find uh, we can find them. Yeah. Um, give us the best bit of health advice you, well, you either give out yeah. or you have received. Definitely um, that you can't pour from an empty cup. I really, I, I feel very strongly about that. Um, so I think that, you know, it's so important to keep your cup filled up all the time. And you've got to figure out what fills it up, you know. So rest, um, you know, self-care, uh, whether it's taking holidays and just really having some time out, you've got to make sure that you've got enough balance uh, in your life. Because if you get to the point where you are just feeling completely worn out and, you know, like you've got no more resources, you can't care for others, you know, you can't look after family, you can't be there for your friends. And uh, I think that if everybody works to, you know, fill up their own health, uh, own cup, of like health and happiness that we'll all look after each other better um, and we'll all be healthier yeah. what's think, yours well that really, throw a question back <laughs> yeah. no, I was going to say that really rings true for right now right totally. because um, I'm pretty sure people are more you know way more thinking about how full their own cup is or sort of you know how how drained they are and how yeah. well they're able to sort of respond to this sort of stuff too absolutely Best bit of advice. Oh, I mean, Myself, that's kind I of advice. No, no, that's good. No, oh. you're asking me about that. And I'm yeah. like, 
You can't put me on the spot. Yeah, no, I can. So you, your turn. Uh, my best piece of advice, obviously, is go and buy a bicycle. Um, <laughs> perfect for the middle-aged man. Very easy on the knees. Don't you know? For all you guys out there hurting from all this running you're doing. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm possibly, yeah, that's bad advice. I, I hear though, it's really hard to buy a bike at the moment because too many people have actually bought bikes. They're like hot property. They're very expensive. It's, uh, um, yeah, funny. Yeah, but it's a great way to stay healthy so long as you don't come off it. I know, I've seen a few of those as well. Uh, I've recently been asking a few Desert Island Disc questions. Favourite music? Oh. I'm going to move over here then. Um, favourite music? What type of music? What if we've been playing in the clinic? Oh, I like acoustic stuff. I don't know. Chilled? Yeah, really chilled, definitely. No worries. Okay, so I did a little bit of research for this, by the way, and yeah. I reached out to uh, try and find a little bit of secret information about you. Oh, no. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is called the Sammy Kale Quiz. Did the other dogs get this? No, it's a oh. brand new feature. No. Okay. Now, I uh, I reached out to your dad, oh. sent him a little message, okay. and was just trying to get a little bit of background information about some few random things that you may be a little bit cloudy about in your memory of certain things, right? So if my got... dad can manage to embarrass me from across the other side of the world, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dad. No, so to be fair, um, uh, he, well, he was like, uh, I'm pretty sure there's not much that I can tell you that Sammy won't remember clearly anyway, because she's just got this like amazing memory. Yeah, Is that you? I do. You remember detail and that sort of stuff? I'm a freak at memory. So I was sort of like asking, oh, well, you know, t tell us like a, a street name or, you know, some like that or a house where you lived in all that sort of stuff. But mm. he's like, you'd have that down pat, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we've got three questions in the Sammy Kale quiz, oh right? Um, <laughs> they are multiple choice, right? Um, <laughs> and we will be accumulating points to see uh, how well you do oh in the God. quiz. Okay, so question one. Apparently when you were a young pup, I have on good authority that you sat in the front row of a comedy gig and you possibly lived to regret it, right? Now, I've got, you've got three potential comedians that you attended on that particular night, right? So was the comedian that you went to go and see Russell Brand, A, B, Russell Kane, C, Russell Crowe. <laughs> it was Russell Kane. Yeah, definitely. Um, is that something you should share more no, information about? No, that's a total embarrassing dad story and that is not getting told. So no, next question. I don't know the question. I don't know what actually happened. But, it's his favourite um, thing in the world is embarrassing me. It's story, his thing. But, right. It's his thing. So yeah, that's not getting, that's not getting told. Okay. Uh, number two. The name of your first basketball coach, first ever basketball coach, right? Terry. A, was it Alec Ferguson? B, Phil Jackson? C, 
Terry McMaster. Yeah, I just said Terry. Yeah. <laughs> That's two out of two points. Yeah, well, good. You are winning I the Sammy so. Gale quiz right quiz. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And number three, it's about books. You yeah. said you're a bookworm. Yeah. Now, a book, a health book we didn't mention, uh, of which I'm going to take a copy uh, when I leave here today, is the SD Protocol. Oh, true. I should have mentioned that. Sorry, Todd. However, um, who authored that book? Ah, oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> Was it A, Anthea Todd, <laughs> B, Wayne Todd, or yeah. C, Todd Wayne? <laughs> yes, it's, it was Wayne Todd, um, SD Protocol, fantastic book, fantastic family, all way too smart for their own good. Um, and yeah, it's a great uh, way to look at the stress response and it is, and its relationship to the human body um, and a way to unpick that and sort of ways to undo it. So yeah, it's a good one. And I should have shouted it out before, I'm sorry. That's cool. Um, okay, so is there anything else? Uh, what, what sort of interest do you have outside of Cairo too? I don't think we really sort of got into that. Um, oh. Um, well, normally I like to go to the gym yeah. when the gyms are open, uh, and I love to travel, which we haven't been able to show at the moment, um, but I do love that. And then uh, just... Hey, yeah, talk to the, you travelled before lockdown, you went skiing, right? We did, yes. How did that go? I don't think I've actually had that discussion with you in terms of, are you a gun skier or are you a brand newbie or what? I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, I'm getting there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can definitely, like, there's way less tears now. Obviously, when you start to skate, it's very tears. stressful, especially, you know, I was... Skiing with a boyfriend. Well, no, actually, that's not too bad. But, no. um, yeah, you know, if you were too many people who are good, it can be a little bit stressful, a bit tiring. Mm -hmm. um, but now, I ran some black runs, um, yeah, nice. off-piste. So, yeah, getting much better. Have you got your own stuff? Like, yeah. boots? Your oh, boots? no, no, no. Not boots yet. We're thinking about it. That's the next, well, that is the piece of advice that I tell everyone who's skiing is that yeah. you definitely need to go and see our friends at Profeet and sort that out for next month. In fact, it was only earlier um, today, I was invited on a ski trip already for next month and I hadn't hoped. thought about it for so long. So let's hope that yes. we can just get back to normal. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Anything else about the future you want to share? Um, just keep on keeping on, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, not too much planned for the future, just... It's sort of weird to sort of think cool. about the future, isn't it, now? Yeah. Because you're just not really sure what exactly it's going to look like. It's almost like every week is a it's slightly so different true. take on life as we used to know it. Yeah. So, right. so yeah, don't know. We'll just see where life takes us, I guess. Hopefully some more travel. <laughs> soon. Yeah, soon. Yeah, I hope that um, yeah, some of those borders open up quickly. Eh? But hey, look, we might as well leave it there. Thank Amazing. you, Sammy, for you. for being part of the show. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll sign off, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Amazing. Thanks, Thanks. Kay.